0: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: these kids do not need to be wearing these masks, okay? I'm sorry they don't. We need to be able to let them be kids and let them act normally. And that's what should be the case in the fall throughout the school year
0: we are leaning into. We're not making political uh, decisions. We are leaning into the advice and counsel of medical experts. Sometimes people may feel that's slow. We understand. It's frustrating. I'm tired of wearing a mask, too. Uh, We understand how the American people are feeling. Health and medical experts should be our North Star.
1: How can you assure us uh, that, that slave labor coming out of China, where genocide is taking place as we speak, are never a part of the climate solution in the United States?
3: Uh, You're absolutely correct. It is a problem.
1: Xinjiang province produces some of the solar panels that we believe are being, in some cases, produced in forced labor by Uyghurs. So in other words, John Kerry, how can you assure us that we're not going to have slaves build our cool new wind energy stuff and uh, electric cars? Well, I'm glad you asked that because we can assure you they will be doing it. (laughs) Well, great. Okay, so... How to say it, how to say it. We are beginning to see the uh, river in front of us uh, drop off, and uh, I'm getting a um, increasingly worried feeling that we are about to go over the waterfall, if we haven't already begun to go over the waterfall. There is a lot going on at once, and among other things, the entire, not only leadership vacuum of the United States... But the willingness and the insistence on getting way the hell over our skis on agenda items, regardless of the current realities uh, it has these things have converged, and we are looking at a cluster bleep mm-hmm. even
2: with so that's fair
1: just just with the carry stuff, just with the climate initiatives. Having us already, first of all, you've destroyed any possible negotiation power you have at at all with the Chinese. We've now promised the far left of the party that we're going to get these climate wish list items. So we're now engaging with the the Chinese with this blockhead, John Kerry. And regardless of the human rights violations that are happening over there, uh, regardless of the energy situation that we have over here, which is a problem the administration is moving forward. This administration cannot think on its feet. No, they are simply moving forward. It doesn't matter. They're still they're, we're still closing other pipelines, not just a Keystone pipeline. The, the, the construction that's being stopped. We are closing other pipelines in the United States right now. And the administration does not intend to stop. It doesn't matter to them that we've had new we've had new uh, threats, new developments come up, that are very serious. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to them. As a matter of fact, it doesn't matter to them that the administration's posturing is very likely the major cause of the Hamas attacks in Israel. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the that the uh, the reticence of this administration to embrace Abraham Accords and willingness to work with Iran which is a mm-hmm. terrorist state, right? Has been taken advantage of, and they know how, what are we going to punish them? Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to punish Iran. We're trying to work with them. We're trying to embrace them, and even that's going badly. They're not even that. They're not even that into us. They're not interested in, 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 in it anymore, right? So that's just foreign policy wise. And so now, what are we going to do but double down our efforts? So that's been the the what we've seen here is an initiative goes forward, causes huge, huge, uh, uh, resulting chaos and carnage in one way or another, Mm -hmm. and the administration then doubles down on it. So it's happening happening in foreign policy. It's happening uh, domestically. With the inflation crisis, with the border crisis, this administration, uh, the template... The branding was, we're the competent team, we're not the idiots who just left here, Mm -hmm. so they will do nothing at all to even message that maybe they've made a misstep and they're tweaking something. You can tell from the messenger, from Jen Psaki, she Mm -hmm. got her marching orders, she knows what to say. It is not... They're
2: busier dunking on the press corps for daring to ask them a question than they are trying to think up actual solutions to the problems they've been causing.
1: You're right. There is nothing they want a
2: snappy comeback line for the question. They don't want to have to actually like answer it or something,
1: right? Or essentially, she's speaking in press release, mm-hmm. and there you go. That's your answer. Is this this absolutely anodyne bunch of uh, really vacuous uh, a brief we're handing you guys, mm-hmm. and you can take it or leave it because we don't have the answers. We're not really. So many people are so thrilled inside the building that many of us aren't really panicking inside the executive mansion. The Democratic Party itself is wacky left, mm-hmm. so you're not going to see pushback from them. And you know, there's only one Joe Mansion, right? So well,
2: there's a Kristin cinema too.
1: Sure. So there's two Joe Mansions, but that's it. That's mm-hmm. it.
2: Yeah, that's all this that's is- standing in between us and uh, even worse problems than we're seeing right now because. Right.
1: Oh, oh, hello! You back?
2: Yep. Okay. Um, because they're everything they've done so far has broken things that were working fine under Trump, right. and they want more of it right now.
1: Yes, and it is bringing the country in many ways to its knees. It's mm-hmm. I hate to say it and sound like this, but from the infusion of woke culture into you know LGBT initiatives into the military, yeah, to the corporate uh, coercion um, in, in to the, the reticence to do anything that remedies the, the crisis at the border. Like they is, have
2: no answers to any of this stuff they have no they're just answers in this. careening from disaster to disaster they don't foresee any of these consequences that they cause even though everybody says it's going to happen you know everyone tells them this is going to cause inflation and they go no no it won't cause inflation well guess what inflation just hit the market really hard and their answer is oh well it's transitory it's going away it's not fi- it's fi-. and everybody's saying i don't know if it's really going away it seems like it's not going away the market's Uh, tumbled like 300 points on the news, on the inflation report this morning. And then all the smart people said, that's fine. They're just reacting. Markets are like that. They'll recover by the end of the day. Well, it's almost the end of the day right now. The Dow is down 700 points. I hope everything is going great for everybody because this is a freaking disaster. And they want to do more of it. This is... The actual intended in consequence of what is going on. And this is from April. So this doesn't even like the huge inflation number that we saw in April, this doesn't even reflect like the gas prices. Gas prices fell from March to April. They fell three percent. That so that doesn't reflect what's going on now with the pipeline. This is gonna get worse before it gets better. This is not um okay for the economy right now. No,
1: no. And the citizenry is losing faith in government. It has lost a lot and continues to. And the government, because they continue to simply uh, market to the American people their ability to handle every crisis and be Mm -hmm. super competent, they're not warning the citizens who should know of coming storms. They're not warning them of coming storms. They're saying they're not happening, which is why now you've got people filling up trash bags, plastic trash bags with gasoline at Mm -hmm. pumps. Because they're desperate, and suddenly they've gone to everything's fine, it's a Tuesday, to holy bleep, there's no gas anymore, it's Wednesday, I'm now in a crisis situation in my own home.
2: Right. It's not, this is uh, not what normal economies do. I mean, yesterday they were literally, as people were posting pictures online of huge lines at gas stations, and gas stations everywhere with numbers taken down across the entire southeast of the country, they were saying there was no gas shortage. It's not a gas shortage. Some stations just temporarily run out. Sometimes that happens when you get there at the end of the day. No big deal. This isn't real. Don't believe it. It's not Mm -hmm. true. Same with the border crisis. You notice how the border crisis is now over? There's no discussion of it. Right. There was some... News stories where they were saying like, oh, the kids in CPP custody is down 60%. It's at its lowest level now. We only have like a thousand kids in CPP custody. Yeah, that's because they're all in HHS custody now. They're all in ORR buildings. We have 22,000 unaccompanied minors in our government custody right now. And and it's not going away. Like we had the highest numbers on record for last month in 20 years of people crossing the border. This is, I mean...
1: Well, this, Alice, they
2: can't. It's so bad right now that they like people can't even hold the last crisis in their head while it's not even over yet. Before the next crisis comes, and everyone's distracted by the next terrible
1: and, thing. And, and remember, Saki comes out right out of the PDB, right, the Presidential mm-hmm. Daily brief, Briefing, uh, with the president and Ron Klein and the most powerful group of people in the world, right. And she has the messaging, and she, she brings it right to the people. And as a matter of fact, today she said exactly that that Border Patrol uh, um, check-ins, we'll say, Mm -hmm. have been way down. And you're right. Yes, of course, because we've got them kids in other cages. Yeah, they're somewhere else now. So, and here's the thing that's happening, and this is actually a small, tiny silver lining Mm -hmm. to this really iceberg-crashing moment, is that some members of the press are getting the messaging from the very nice and sweet and uh, super competent, transparent Gensaki. And then they're ta- phoning home and hearing from their parents and their college friends. They're hearing something very different happening, like there's no gas left. Mm-hmm. And so they're starting to wonder, um, what's going on? Why is everybody here in this presidential briefing room? Why is the inner circle seems to be just fine, not sweating things, where we're hearing from the outside world that things are going bad, and so now these members of the press who don't want to be adversarial, right? They're but in the in com- they want to
2: collect their cookies and have a nice time yes. at the press briefing
1: with Jen, do selfies with Jen Psaki and the mm-hmm. rest of the folks. So now they're in this uncomfortable position, and they're begging her. Really, they're begging her. Please level with us, Jen. Um, do you notice what's happening around here? Just one day question.
3: Sure. Sure. question. You know, you have these these surprising inflation numbers. Um, the jobs number was much lower than expected um, situation in Israel, the pipeline. Does it suddenly feel like the external world is turning on you guys or or that you suddenly are juggling a lot more crises or, or any concern about that?
1: If that's not a panic question,
2: <laughs> do you notice anything? Is anything seem to be uh, like not? The this, way you want it to be, or right. anything.
1: <laughs> it, it, the, the, my question is for the Grim Reaper right next to you, Jen. Um, you know, it, it is a, the most apocalyptic question I've heard a, a member of the press ask somebody. That's what we're
0: made for. Here, uh, we certainly know that, and the president knew from having served.
1: That's where we're made here for. There is no problem
0: as vice president for eight years that when you walk in and you're the leader of the free world and you're overseeing a country that is still working its way through a pandemic and an economic recovery that you have to prepare be prepared to juggle multiple challenges multiple crises at one time and uh that's exactly what we're doing at this moment
1: yes but you caused many of the Mm -hmm. multiple crises at one time
2: they were these are things, there were things that were broken under Trump prior to Biden assuming office, um, including, you know, Trump's press conferences about the pandemic or whatever else. Um, That being said, they have broken a lot of things that were going just fine under Trump. The recovery was coming along nicely under Trump. The border wasn't a total disaster under Trump. Israel and Hamas were not bombing each other under Trump. The... uh, there is a lot going on now that was not happening. You know, I mean, I didn't even get to the fuel crisis. I didn't get to the inflation. It's a lot of this stuff was not broken before they came into office. So they can't. They're now at a point where there was an existing pandemic when we got here. It doesn't cut it. This just doesn't. And I know they're still trying to blame the pandemic for all the problems, which is why Biden continues to wear a mask everywhere he goes against the advice of medical experts, including by himself outside even though he's fully vaccinated and you know when he's alone in a room with just other vaccinated people but you know be that as it may the pandemic is winding down to a close and a bunch of new stuff now isn't working that was going just fine you know who they are tom Mm. they're um our middle son who whenever he walks into a room uh he like there's, like, things falling off the counter. He, like, falls off his chair at dinner just sitting there, right. like, normally. Yes. He opens the fridge, and all of a sudden there's, like, a full carton of eggs, like, out on the floor broken. He's just— Everything
1: he walks by falls, <laughs> cracks, breaks, implodes. Uh- right.
2: Everything he touches just falls down around him. That's what the Biden administration is like right now. Every policy they put forward turns into but a total disaster but in But they've their got hands.
1: nobody raising their hand— at all, saying, uh, hey, remember Initiative B? Maybe now maybe now we should take a step back from that, considering we've got a new crisis. Maybe now we don't uh, jerk around oil companies just for the moment right now, considering we've got a pipeline crisis. Maybe right now we don't cancel a pipe just for now, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe now, while the Chinese are using uh, slaves to build the stuff that we want, maybe we put the brakes on that a little bit. Maybe now. Maybe now we don't reach out to uh, to Iran, who is funding, uh, Hamas is funded by Iran, among other mm-hmm. places. Um, and maybe we should hold off for a second here, because they sense weakness, the, the Iranians here. Mm-hmm. And they're beating the crap out of Israel. And we've shown they were reticent to be supportive of Israel, certainly not as supportive as the last team. We've shown that we want to be the anti-Trump administration, and Trump was very pro-Israel. Right so they got the writing on the wall the world has seen the writing on the wall, but there's no attempt and this is what's this is creepy almost there's no attempt to make any adjustment whatsoever mm-hmm. at all and it's, it's yeah, we're wack- doing a
2: great job. what do you mean?
1: everything's it's, great right it's wacky. you speak for the president what is his message message to Americans right now who are worried about the supply of gas and rising prices? Uh,
0: his message is um, I understand. And I uh, am doing everything I can uh, using every lever of government uh, to ensure we reduce the impact on the American people and their lives, whether it is because they want to do travel for the weekend, whether they are going to visit their grandchildren because they just got vaccinated, uh, just to incorporate another
1: objective or whatever. Clever messaging. If, it, if You know, what? Are, how about whether or not they want to drive to work or make deliveries or, or get
2: to a hospital or e- whatever exactly. else it might be?
1: But no, we understand. You might want to go and take the credit to get vaccinated. Excellent cross promotion, <laughs> uh, uh, Jen. Two pronged uh, 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 marketing. It
0: may be. And his concern from the his focus from the very beginning is: do not halt. Act. I need you to act. I need you to take action to take put every every step in in place that is possible.
1: Did Colonial? I think I know your answers to these, but I want to ask them. Did Colonial pay the ransom already? Or take every action. She said. Do not halt. Take every action. Or will they pay it? Will Colonial pay the ransom? He asked.
0: Uh, I would send you to Colonial to answer that question. Of course, the guidance from the FBI is not to do that.
1: Does the U.S. government know whether they paid or intend?
0: I just don't have anything more for you on that. Do
1: you believe that the public and the government? Well, the ransom is important here mm-hmm. because that's one of the reasons why the half the flow of uh, gas to the East Coast has been stopped. This is a ransomware attack. We've discussed. We just you taught us yesterday what that is, right? Mm-hmm. So these questions. This should be interesting to have some insight into this. The government have a right to know when a major national security asset, like in this case, pays or would pay a ransom to the Russians.
0: Well, first of all, Peter, we have not made an official attribution uh, aside from the individual. Okay, but that's an important point. Good just I for agree. clarification um, of official attribution, I will say that. There is advice and guidance we give from the federal government because we know this incentivizes additional attacks. Uh, That is guidance that's given from the FBI. Uh, But this is a private sector company, and I would refer you to them for any questions about what they have or have not paid.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that makes me feel good and confident about this being resolved. Hopefully, the boardroom of the Colonial Pipeline, or whatever they're called, hopefully, they're really good at. at uh, hostage situations here
2: (laughs) or else or
1: else i'll just need more garbage bags full of gasoline this is a
2: key infrastructure component it's just a private company they're back to the just a private company line from two days ago like the as though it's not an extremely heavily regulated industry that the government is deeply involved in at every level that supplies critical infrastructure to american citizens just a private company just go ask them i don't know by the way, they're not planning to pay the ransom, is my understanding from reading the news about it. They are working with data security people to put it back together. But, but
1: you know what you know. this is? Mm-hmm. This is the return of the Obama-Biden era strategic patience. That's it. Use lofty rhetoric. Be, um, be rosy and colorful about it. Use bureaucratic speak whenever possible. Defer mm-hmm. to other parties whenever possible. I, I'll ask you to talk to the uh, Fed about that. You can take that up with Janet Yellen, or you can you know, ask Secretary Buttigieg about that, something for him, and um, and then just wait it up. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll resolve itself. Yeah,
2: maybe a new crisis will happen that will, make, works. that will make everybody forget that we have 22,000 kids in cages and you have no way to buy gas and prices have, are spiking up rapidly. Unbelievable. I about the inflation report
3: today yeah. um, and how the administration sees these numbers. Is there a concern that high um, inflation is going to continue for a long time and that the administration might need to rethink its spending plans? How high a monthly reading is the administration willing to see, kind of quarter after quarter? Um, and then, uh, you know, there's there, a phrase that's been used a bit by some administration officials, including Cecilia Rouse, um, saying that that it's transitory. Um, what do, what does that mean? Is that thinking about the? It
1: stepped on Saki's answer. Is what that means? <laughs> it's transitory, like a hurricane is transitory. It's going away. It may take a couple of days and you destroy months, and weeks, flatten years. entire communities mm-hmm. if not states, but it'll go. Away. It's a transitory problem. Next
3: couple of months or uh, through the end of the year, just as we're seeing these bumps that you know might spike up some numbers, or you might see low jobs numbers, and it's all just kind of the economy. Getting
0: back to you know normal. Sure. Well, first let me say that um, obviously our C.H.R. has said that, but it reflects the consensus view among economists that are.
1: Is a new one too. Mm-hmm. All the economists' cons- consensus view. Yeah, the ones in the building maybe, <laughs> but by no means. Is it a con- consensus view of all the economists of what she's saying to us now? Country,
0: right. as our country is experiencing a massive transition from the slowdowns during the pandemic to flipping the switch back on, um, as we
1: are continuing. Yeah, the massive transition is supposed to be one of incredible increased productivity, right? And employment role. Oh. Oh, 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 sorry. Employment roles. Are you? Is that okay? Mm-hmm. This thing needs a has a loose. Uh, what's the thing? Cable,
2: or the?
1: I'm trying to think of a cleverer word. So, yes, we're supposed to have a billion new jobs. And so the transition was supposed to be something incredibly uh, bountiful right now. Mm -hmm. But it's not. It's not because some horse's tail decided (laughs) to pay everybody instead of having them return back to restaurants, which they've learned in the last year can get shut down and opened and shut down and opened, not shut down and opened at any time. They're keeping people home. They're right. paying them, and they're saying it's more strategic patience. In ...the path to recovery that
0: we would see a specific number of months or quarters where there is a transitory uh, increase, and uh, that's something that we have prepared for and that most economists say will be
1: temporary. But we asked you about that, Jen. We asked you about inflation, and it was absolutely fobbed off. It's not something that the economists are seeing.
2: Yeah, they weren't thinking they were going to have it, so now they're having it. A big driver of it was the um, was CARS. Because there, they, there's chip shortages mm-hmm. in the supply chain, so they can't get enough chips to make new cars. So the car market spiked up like ten percent. That accounted for right.
1: like, and, and there's no more used cars left because right. people are trying to get whatever they can.
2: Mm-hmm. So, so there, there's a lot, there's a lot that's driving this, and it's not going to go away. And it might not be the same items that jump up every month, but there are supply chain issues across the economy that are continuing to be felt. This is not going to stop anytime soon, and I'm less i mean i I'm, I'm concerned across the board but i'm less even concerned about the year over year inflation which mm-hmm. was uh prices were up 4% from last year but the consumer price index which is month to month was up um it was 0.8%. So prices are up almost an entire percent from March to April and if you annualize that you're talking about 10% inflation over the course of the year which is nuts that had better not carry forward and that was a big miss because they were estimating like 0.2 percent inflation month over month so the the bump in the consumer price index is really concerning um the the 4.2 percent was also an estimation miss they that was higher than expected everything's a surprise with them everybody's telling them you know telling them right. we're going to the grocery store and the prices look higher than usual and they're saying, we don't expect to see inflation. Oh, wow. There was more. There was more inflation than... We-
1: Stay there. Stay there. It's this, it's this one right here, Alice. It's hmm. just polls. Po- polls. Stay. Stay. Dang it. Stay. Stay. Okay, watch this. Oh, it'll be fine. Okay. And if it stays, it'll be Should
2: fine. Should we deputize a child to come in and no, hold it during never. the show?
1: Okay. Okay. All right. I apologize for the um, technical problem. Okay, so Jen Psaki says <clears throat> it's not a problem. It's not – it, 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 there isn't inflation. Mm-hmm. This is a transitory thing. It's not bad. Um, it, it's – you know, it, then she goes on further. And this is the planning session that they do during the day. Come, mm-hmm. The comms st- staff gets together. The comms shop gets together. And they say, okay, guys, if we're going to cop to transitory inflation – We need to offset that with other messaging. Mm -hmm. And offset, they do. I will
0: say there's some interesting data. It will be interesting to us, I think, hopefully to others. Um, But, you know, for example, um, that as we looked at this data, so airfares increased by 10% but are still almost 20% below pre-pandemic price levels. Hotels also see a price increase but remain, saw a price increase, but remain below pre-pandemic price levels.
1: So America. So good stuff has happened. Oh yeah, that's great. Perfect. Ho- exactly. Hotels. Yeah, sure. They've gone up and airfare has gone up, mm-hmm. but they're lower than it was, but they're lower now than they were before the pandemic. Right. So it's good so it's news. Great.
0: Americans are feeling more comfortable traveling again. That's a good sign. Uh, and a lot of these price increases are still below what they were prior to the pandemic. We're
1: also seeing in the data. Somebody else, hope, will check that. We'll see exactly mm-hmm. what's there.
0: Data that uh, some of the price increases impact uh, the reflection our reflection of the supply t- chain pressure. So, if you look at used motor vehicle prices, uh, that accounted for um, more than a third of the increase, and that it was an impact in large part because there are fewer new cars, and as a result, there are more. Uh, and th- this is the and that is an impact of the semiconductor chip
1: Why sure. are you convincing us? that there mm-hmm. are supply chain problems. We know it. Yeah. So why are you pointing this out, the semiconductors and the used cars, etc. Mm-hmm. We already know this.
2: Yeah, the thing is, is that... You handed people a bunch of cash, but there are still the same number of cars that there were, and that doesn't resolve the supply chain problems. So when there's more demand for something and people have more money to spend on it, but the thing itself can't be made any more of it because there's either a labor shortage or a chip shortage or whatever shortage, you can't solve the shortage by handing people money. There's only so many cars. You can't. Bacon was one of the biggest increases. Bacon mm-hmm. prices were crazy. You buy the bacon in this house, so you probably have noticed a, an increase.
1: Well, uh, certainly meat is very expensive, mm-hmm. but I've been getting actually an on sale bacon, but I don't know.
2: Wanna... You don't want to give away the secret? No. Cause a run you. on bacon, uh, on your special bacon. But um, bacon prices have been. Uh, I mean, there's like weird supply chain problems that are filtering their way through the economy. And labor shortages are a piece of it as well as many other things. But these things are complicated. And yeah, when you shut off the economy for a while, there are problems that don't resolve quickly. And handing people money doesn't fix them.
0: There's a couple of data points that are specific to this moment, and we knew just as the as the economy court sort of shrunk and shut down that as it's turning back on uh, there would be some of these impacts but we are constantly tracking Uh, we have shared our expectations on inflation uh we as we experience this uh this massive transition uh we continue to chart our path to recovery and we know that a lot number of the investments that we have proposed were long needed even before uh uh you know the the
1: last several months right charting our path to recovery Mm -hmm. strategic patience steady as she goes that is it
2: yeah and these things were broken before so we're going to make them even better than they were it's perfect
1: Oh, uh, do I dare? Do just I dare? You just don't see
2: the long-term benefit of having all the prices spike up and not being able to buy gas and all these other things.
1: Okay, here we go. We're going to have to get there, Alice, Um, to... The Brooklyn Chamber of Commerce uh, just polled
3: 200 small businesses and 64% are having trouble hiring people. 42% of them cited the higher uh, COVID-19 unemployment benefits. The University of Chicago separately estimated 42% of people are getting more money uh, not to work than they would have uh, in their previous jobs. Uh, President Biden said on Monday, quote, that no one uh, should be allowed in the system and we will insist that the law is followed. Um, has the White House done anything to you know, instruct states to more Severely enforce the, of the rules on <laughs> unemployment
1: benefits? He asks, oh, you sweet, naive kid. <laughs> I'm sure they jumped right on.
0: We certainly expect any state is enforcing the law.
1: Strategic patience.
0: But I would say that what we've seen uh, across most the majority of economic data and from the majority of economists is that the biggest impacts and factors uh, are the pandemic. and that
1: fact- Did you think that was a factor in what's happening economically right now? No, I don't pandemic. think anybody
2: thought of that. I don't think business owners have heard about the pandemic. Maybe somebody no. should let them know. They probably didn't know there was a pandemic. Where
1: is everybody? <laughs>
2: I don't
0: get it. That we're still recovering from a pandemic.
2: Uh, and
1: <laughs> what a throwaway horse bleep answer this is. She's just lost interest in answering it.
0: And people having concerns or issues with child care or fears if they're not yet vaccinated. about
1: For this administration to say that about child care, where mm-hmm. child care for many people is the school system. Right. Those are their people. Remember, they, those schools were supposed to be open at this point months ago. Oh yeah, we were promised a hundred days. The teachers' union said, "Go f yourself." Yeah. No, a hundred days, and Biden said, "Okay." No 100 days
0: going back to a workplace. And there are a number of steps we've put in place, including assistance to restaurants, as I noted earlier today, to small businesses to ensure they have that vital assistance at this point in time. And obviously, for bigger companies, uh, we've been encouraging them to use some of the one point four trillion dollars in assistance they've received to pay higher living wages. Oh, Hmm.
2: good. Yeah, well. Pay more money. That's a great solution. For like inflation.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, jack up uh, all the wages everywhere and all the prices everywhere.
0: But those are the range of factors that most economists uh, believe are the issues at this point in time, even though we look at data over the course of several months. And over several months, we've been creating about 500,000 jobs a month.
1: Ooh, some fuzzy math right there.
2: Yeah. We'll claim credit for what was happening right as we entered office, because that's Something we caused, but not what's happening right now. That's definitely from Trump no. and the pandemic.
1: No, we were absolutely ready to look at month to month. Uh, last Friday, mm-hmm. if the jobs report showed a million jobs that month. Right. But now we're going to do a rolling average. Yeah. It,
2: late January, early February. Those jobs were caused by Biden's policies. The jobs in April, that problem, that was caused by Trump's policies. So if you have questions about that, I suggest you talk to the Trump administration and they'll let you know what they did that caused the jobs report to be bad, because they can probably give you more detail on that since they caused the pandemic. The other thing I love <laughs> that she said is when she said that people are fearful because they still can't get the vaccine. There is no one left who can't get a Got vaccine. It. If you want a vaccine now, you can get it. Consider this. About PSA, that everywhere is taking walk-in appointments now. They're available everywhere. This is why they're opening it up to the kids 12 to 15, because the demand has slowed down. You have every opportunity to get one. If you're afraid to leave your house because you have not been able to get a vaccine... You know what? Send me an email and I'll help you book an appointment.
1: Right. Like,
2: this is not a thing.
1: Just We're patting ourselves on the back three weeks ago telling us how your great NASCAR ad campaign was going to get all the WT to Mm -hmm. go and sign up to get their uh, Johnson & Johnson shot. And uh, suddenly, no, you know, the reticent people just aren't getting their vaccine. And then, well, I thought you had the answers to all this stuff. You knew everything. You knew where to find people. This is what they're
2: here for. You you knew where to meet them, where they are. Mm Mm-hmm
1: more simple strategic patients.
2: There's a recent New
3: York Magazine article
1: about- So listen to this. This it was bizarre and very interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. There's a recent New York Magazine article about how the White House police's language in Washington um, that I'm sure you read the other day. And a particular graph points to an Associated Press memo that advises reporters against using the word crisis, um, which the administration has, has said that they're not going to use the word crisis for the border. Uh, It cites a person close to the White House as saying that one very real possibility is that this strategy works. They may get criticism and think pieces about it, but at this 100-day mark, Biden is the most liberal president we've had, and the public thinks he's a moderate. That's a winning strategy to me. They're willing to accept that you're going to write this piece as long as they know that swing voters in Colorado aren't going to read it. So does this reflect the White House's thinking that the goal is for Americans to view the president as moderate as he pursues, according to the, quote, the most liberal agenda that we've seen?
1: Hold on. So what's happening here is the White House is Mm -hmm. telling the wire service, which is now essentially the AP, telling the wire service to to change the AP style so you no longer use crisis, and for the AP itself not to use crisis when talking about the border. Right, because like she's saying, if somebody in Colorado reads their local newspaper or their local uh, news website, the Denver Patch or whatever it is out there, mm-hmm. they'll see the wire stories. You know, comes from us from AP. They won't jump out of their seats and read about a border crisis because AP is not running a border crisis. Not only that, mm-hmm. the AP style is telling people. Not Aren't to they fit. supposed to
2: tell you like where to put commas and how to abbreviate states? But they
1: also tell you what's the new term, like you know, African American is out, Black is in, Black with a lowercase it. b is out, uh, right? Capitalized B is in. But you, so, you
2: have lowercase white because that's
1: exactly. Very a, but so so mm-hmm. that's it. So this the AP is in every every market. Right. so people are bound to see this it's, but they've extracted now the use of the word crisis for Joe Biden and so it, by, it helps Biden's polling as well because people just don't mm-hmm. know that there's anything happening a
0: lot packed into that question must have taken some time to write I, I will say that our goal is to implement solutions as it relates to uh, the challenges at the border and not to be caught up in semantics of what we call
1: it other than the, other than the fact that we're caught up in the semantics of what we call it mm-hmm. because we ordered the AP to to stop calling it that.
0: Because at the end of the day, what we've seen is a massive reduction in the number of children who are being detained in uh, Border Patrol
2: facilities.
1: Alice, address that again.
2: <laughs> the number of children being detained in Border Patrol facilities is down, yes, because they have moved them all to ORR facilities that are under the jurisdiction of HHS, where there are now 22,000 plus unaccompanied minors being held.
1: Right. So I am not allowed to call anything happening down there a crisis. Nope. But I am allowed to say that the number of kids held in border patrol facilities is down. Mm-hmm. Those historic, are my historic
2: l- down to historic Those low are my levels. marching
1: orders. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks to the actions of this administration, <laughs> we've seen a massive reduction in the number of
2: hours
1: kids spend
0: in border patrol facilities.
1: Once again, border patrol facilities, which have been largely emptied out, we're moving out.
2: them through to the concentration camps much faster now, and we're continuing to work
0: to get kids into the arms of their family members or to sponsor we're
1: continuing to work to get kids into. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and that's what our objective is I can't speak to a blind anonymous quote From somebody outside of the White House Which we'd all be for banning those If others would want to commit to that as well
1: Well that's an interesting little thing to say at the end isn't it
2: Yeah she wants to ban anonymous quotes From white, anonymous White House people mm-hmm. Oh well That's a, a new policy I didn't hadn't heard that during the Trump She years. was
1: living off of that of course as a CNN analyst uh, Anonymous quotes everywhere For the last mm-hmm. four years But how dark is this just how dark is this?
2: I would like to ban anonymous quotes from the. No, media. I mean
1: that. That's fine, but the fact that she is deflecting mm-hmm. and making up and contriving uh, narratives here that don't exist. And how do you feel if you're a little kid in a cage right now? When she said, "No, they've all the border patrol cages have been emptied out." Mm -hmm. and people don't have enough time to know the difference between Border border Patrol cages and HHS cages. They don't know that stuff. Right. So they say, oh, they're empty. Biden fixed it. Yay. But the Mm -hmm. kids are screwed.
2: Yeah. And I've noticed, too, that it was when I was looking that up because I saw another person saying that like the kids held in Border Patrol facilities are way down. And I said to myself, like, I wonder how many are being held in the HHS facilities. And it took a while of searching to find it. If you search like number of kids in ORR detention centers or whatever, it's it's not like all the results that come up are from. March because that's when places were reporting on this now the word has gotten out they are not reporting that number every day the way that they were right so the most recent one I could find was like from a couple days ago and it was over 22,000 so that that has been tamped down on you know and you're not going to hear the the complaints that we heard under Trump about how Trump was you know mean to the media and was everything was Fox News, was state media and whatever. And these people are actually, you know, tamping down and making it harder to find information about what's going wrong in this administration in a coordinated, organized right. way.
1: Right. Like We just heard it. To, say, mm-hmm. to stop, move the word crisis, move it right out. Move it right out. Right. All right, so our little palate cleanse, I want to play, this is Ron DeSantis saying... Uh, common sense stuff as you as he always does which is why he's so refreshing now mm-hmm. i get ron desantis and freaking caitlin jenner you know <laughs> saying things that obviously make sense these kids do not need to be wearing these masks okay i'm sorry they don't we need to be able to let them be kids and let them act normally and that's what should be the case in the fall throughout the school year here here mm-hmm. okay that should that's a common sense thing that should be the case we saw the New York Times article yesterday that said clearly that outdoor uh, transmission is something okay. Mm-hmm. Outdoor mm-hmm. transmission okay. is something that doesn't. It's not a factor. It could be zero point one percent. In other words, doesn't happen outdoors almost at all.
2: Right. Outdoor In transmission. The tens of thousands of cases they've analyzed. Right. They found like one that happened and, outdoors.
1: And kids are safe, but still we're screwing with people. Having kids masked, walk around masked, walk playing. Uh, today I'm going to softball again. My daughter will be out there with a the mask on. at another time. We're still screwing with kids, messing with their heads, damaging them. Mm -hmm. Well, okay, Jen's talking. Can can at least on this one for the children? Can we think on our heels at least as far as that goes? Can we make a leadership decision, a leadership decision not based on wonky, overpaid bureaucrats like Walensky and Fauci, but based on uh, the uh, the person who leads the executive branch? Yesterday
3: we heard from Senate Republicans, including Susan Collins, who said that the public's no longer looking to the CDC for guidance because the CDC is moving too slowly. We saw Georgia move ahead on the vaccinations for as young as 12 years old without waiting for the cdc is the white house concerned that the public is tuning out the top health experts
0: well i think you referred to two people who are obviously in in public life but i'm not sure that's a reflection of the totality of the american public um what we know is that our
1: how unseriously does she take these right? questions
0: uh, i guess i'll humor that yeah. how we've approached things is that uh, we we believe that health and medical experts should be our north star and...
1: oh huh. Well, I guess that is absolutely true. Yeah. There. That's what we'll go by. Well,
2: some. There's plenty of medical experts who are saying these masking rules are stupid, who have been saying schools should have been open and kids don't right. need to wear masks since in, last year. Yes,
1: including at one point Rachel Walensky in her right. personal capacity.
2: Not wacky, crazy, fringe people who think COVID is all made up completely from nothing but i mean like normal health experts that write things in the boston globe and go to harvard school of public health unelected
1: five foot one psychos who last year at this time were Mm -hmm. telling us not to wear masks in usa today you saw michael graham do that. uh he's our north star so we'll believe what he says no matter what
2: even the north star though typically doesn't change which way it leads you three times a week like and Dr. Fauci does
1: good point. And
2: that uh,
0: leaning on them and their uh, data analysis and their review of what they think the guidance should be to ensure that the American people can be confident in that. Uh, That's the point
1: is they're not confident <laughs> in that anymore, right. Jen.
2: Right. And it's I mean, it's not a non-issue. And people have been saying this a long time. People said this in Massachusetts when our governor put in a mask mandate that included outside no matter how far you are from other people and people said, There is a risk to being too alarmist and being too cautious about the the uh, restrictions that you put in place because then people stop believing you because they think you're just doing things that are stupid. So when you tell us to wear two masks outside when we're near only vaccinated people, we start to think that maybe you're just full of it and we shouldn't have to listen to what you say
0: Uh, should continue to be our North Star.
1: There we go. Mm-hmm. It's the North Star. It doesn't matter. In other words, you unelected Fauci and the person about to be fired, Rochelle Walensky, will defer to them on everything. On everything. At no time will we take a leadership position. It is strategic unless patience. Go, again. Unless they
2: go against the teachers' unions, in which case well, we are not deferring to Rochelle Exactly. The hierarchy anymore.
1: is very clear. <laughs> teachers' unions at the top, one step down is CDC and Fauci and several step downs from other there there's some other interests and Mm -hmm. then at some point the biden administration will make a decision hypothetically
0: Uh, here's what we also know as more people get vaccinated there will be less and less need for certain restrictions and the cdc has said they will continue to evaluate the science and update their guidelines but our objective is to ensure that the american people
1: as more people get vaccinated i thought that those were trickling out it's over Mm -hmm. And how, talk yeah. about strategic patients, That's not even strategic patients, That's just giving up. I, I, we're done with it. We're moving on.
2: Yeah, I mean, and how many is enough? Because Massachusetts is already at the Biden administration July 4th goal of 70% of adults vaccinated. So how come we're not seeing in Massachusetts the type of restrictions that the Biden admin says that we can have in July? you know have confidence in the fact
0: that we are leaning into we're not making political
1: we're leaning in
0: Alice that's your word that's uh decisions word. we are leaning into the advice and counsel of medical experts sometimes people may feel that's slow we understand it's frustrating
1: <laughs> sometimes people may feel that's slow well yeah because it was 15 days and now it's been a year and a half
2: Yeah, so we feel that the estimates of what we were being asked to do were just a tiny bit off.
1: Yes, we've got a problem with the public, uh, Mr. President. They feel it's slow, the fact that... 390 is much more than 15. That's how they're feeling about this.
2: It seems to them that that's a little bit of a slower opening than they were promised.
0: Straightening. I'm tired of wearing a mask, too. Uh, we understand how the American people are feeling, but uh, we feel it's important to still maintain that commitment. I, Go ahead. the
3: message to the CDC that it should be moving quicker to loosen restrictions? Does that come from the White House?
1: That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. Well, are you telling them to hurry, please? Okay. North Star, show thyself, please. We got stuff going on here. No. uh, No? Hell no. (laughs) No. Geez, no. There's an unequivocal answer. No, absolutely not. No. They're the North Star. We're doing what they told us. They're in charge. We
0: have conveyed that we will continue to abide by the health and medical advice of our...
1: So, Dr. Fauci, we're going to give you the choice. Either you can... Be slow with your decisions and continue to be an international superstar, getting richer every day and getting lauded and uh, celebrated from every corner of the earth. Uh, or you can put it into it all right now. Decisions all up to you. Shocking. <laughs> what, he, what he's deciding?
0: Health and medical experts, many of which, uh, many of whom are working at the CDC, and uh, we look forward to as more people are vaccinated, them continuing to update their guidelines for the public.
2: I look forward to it too. Jinsaki's just like me. She's tired of wearing a mask too. If she can do it, I can do it, honey.
1: I do it for you. You know that makes me a good person.
2: Thank you. I feel better when I see you out there, out in the field, wearing a mask for me, honey. It just...
1: Okay, before we go, Alice, uh, and we're running out of time here um, because we've got to go. I've got to go to softball. And before we go, should we chuck in this uh, the John Kerry answer? Oh, we already kind of hit that. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, right? we
2: talked about it a little at the beginning. Right, I do have one crisis to let okay, you know about that's going to hit close to home okay. here, which is that um, the police. I don't are know here if again. you've heard. No, um, the person who brings the police to our house is sitting right next to me. But um, this is a problem that does hit close to home. Have you heard that there is a um, a sauce shortage in America?
1: Is that the um, word for booze? And if so, that's not funny.
2: No, sauce packets is in the ones you get at restaurants. There's a shortage.
1: No, I am a sauce packet guy. You know, Gary mm-hmm. goes. I and, know that's and what and I'm telling of them. you.
2: Chick Fil A is now limiting how many uh, sauces customers can take with them when they get their food.
1: Screw <laughs> oh, No, no, no. <laughs> that is not. A, that is not okay. Because of uh, uh,
2: industry-wide th- supply chain shortages of sauce packets. Christian
1: zealots. No, we take to the streets. That is not cool. I need sauces
2: will be restricted to one per entree, no. two per meal, and three per thirty count. One, order per, entree. one you, per entree. One sauce packet per Chick Fil A, including lost packets of Heinz ketchup, well, which is you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drive
1: up to a drive-through Chick Fil A and berate the young female uh, <laughs> worker there, and and feel very good about myself so for doing it. Oh hey hey, hey hello, hello hello I'm back. So here. The Lord's work. Um. I mean. So um. By the way, the best sauce, uh, that's offered for any. Uh, mm-hmm. by any uh, fast food place, Alice, is? Um, the I'll give Burger
2: a hint. King I'll Zesty, Zesty I'll give Sauce?
1: give you a hint. They're usually self-serve and there's no limit.
2: Uh, n- nacho cheese
1: sauce? No, in- incorrect. The Burger King Zesty Sauce is very good, though. No, it's the Arby's Horsey Sauce. Oh. Yes, The what you do is get multiple beef and cheddar sandwiches and get that Horsey mm-hmm. Sauce. I
2: think I've only ever had that like from the drive-thru, so I didn't get to experience We went to an the- Arby's,
1: Alice, in um, uh, Wisconsin together.
2: Yeah, but I don't think we went in. I think you brought. The, I went Maybe in. you brought the food out to us I at know the car. That it's, yes, I, don't I know. did. I okay, did. so I don't think I was in there and saw the sauce. They're distribution. all self-service,
1: Alice. Endless sauces. Well,
2: those days are coming to no, a close. I Industry-wide will, shortages in the sauce packet industry. We are in trouble I will now. Single-handedly
1: create mm-hmm. a cartel sauce trafficking operation mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, you know do whatever it takes to bring big sauce to its knees. And feed me with my, <laughs> uh, anyway. I'm only embarrassing myself at this point.
2: Uh, have a good one everybody We will be back tomorrow This is the Burn Barrel Podcast We're on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod We are also at BurnBarrelPodcast.com
1: I'm on WTIC tomorrow from 9 to noon
2: Oh that's right You're on WTIC tomorrow and Friday As a matter right. of fact Both days 9 to noon uh, You can also find us Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast uh, We're on all the places where podcasts are Write us a review on Apple That's supposedly really good And uh, check Say out nine, YouTube nine. too If you want the video versions